Welcome to Women Leading the Way Radio Show, where each time you'll hear from successful women CEOs, executives, and professionals, where we'll discover how they do what they do to be successful in business. We'll be interviewing women who have overcome big challenges, women who have incredible stories of lessons learned in dealing with adversity. We'll even interview women who have started and grown successful organizations and women who are C-level executives with unique talents and positions. Our goal is to bring successful businesswomen together to share how they're leading the way in business today. Good afternoon and welcome back to Women Lead Radio, brought to you by Connected Women of Influence. I'm your host, Shelley Harrison, with another episode of my show, Amplify Your Influence. Uh, it's a lively show featuring speakers, authors, and presenters who are on the cutting edge of top-level success in their speaking business or already there. This show will bring you intriguing people across the country who have successfully amplified their influence on stage or television and other media platforms. Today, we are talking with our leading lady, Joan Stanford, about Branding the Business of You. And here's a bit about Joan. Known for her infectious energy, and wait till you hear her because she's got a heck of a lot of energy. <laughs> Joan Stanford transforms the way you think about content marketing. As the award-winning CEO of Jazzy Pen Communications, a marketing communications company, she works with entrepreneurs to build their brands with content written to get results. She's done it for us, and we get results in my company, Luminary Leaders. Uh, Joan believes that content is the most powerful way to build your brand and grow your business organically. So happy Friday, Joan, and welcome to the show, and thank you for gracing us with your incredible wisdom on today's show. How are you? Happy Friday to you, Shelley. Thank you so much for having me on. I appreciate it. I'm excited to be with you today. I am too, and I love it because we've known each other for a long time, so it's, we're friends here. We're talking. We're going to have a great time today uh, for our viewing or actually our listening audience. We don't have a viewing audience, uh, but I want to get right into the questions. Is that okay with you, Joan? Sure. Let's do it. Okay. Oh, all right. Let's do this. So can you share with our audience a little bit about yourself and what gets you pumped up each day? Ooh, great question. <laughs> what gets me pumped <laughs> and, up? And not to pumped up. <laughs> well, when I think of pumped, I, you know, I'm thinking, okay, Joan's probably thinking pumps like shoes because you wear such gorgeous shoes. <laughs> but we're talking about pumping up your day. <laughs> Awesome. <clears throat> Excuse me as I clear my throat because I am getting over a cold, but I did I not want to miss this opportunity to be with you today. So I'm going to push through. But just to tell oh, you a little bit that. about me, well, I'm sorry, can you repeat the question, the first part of the question? Yes. I know about getting pumped up. but To share a little bit about yourself. Oh, okay. Um You've pretty much led with with the beginning um, part of my bio. I have been writing, editing, and marketing professionally for over 25 years, and I always kind of pause and gasp at that because it's still unbelievable. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, to me, but how often to be able to say that? 
I know. But mm. it's it's been it's been a journey. Um, it's been quite the entrepreneurial journey, but I wouldn't have it any other way. Jazzy Pen Communications has been assisting clients with their marketing communications needs for a long time, and I just yeah. love what I do. My sweet spot is really working with those small business owners who need to get their name out there and they need to build their businesses, and they want to do it in an yeah. organic way that feels good to them. And so. That's part of what gets me up every day. I get, I'm excited <laughs> when I get to work with different clients who have various needs, yeah. and I love the fact that I am kind of leaving a legacy for my two amazing kids. That's what really gets me pumped Aww. up because <laughs> – I love that. Yeah. Yeah. So that, well, that is amazing. Yeah. And so really the 25 years, I mean, congratulations, because that, that is such an accomplishment. And, you know, we've worked together for, you know, several years now, and I know that we've known one another for so long. Um, but let's talk about today's topic. So branding the business of you. And how does this correlate with your story, Joan? Uh, branding the business of you is a concept that, that's been out there for a while. And, it, and the, the crux of it is that each and every one of us has a personal brand. Whether we accept it, know it, embrace it, we do. <laughs> we have a personal brand, and it's almost like a fingerprint. You're leaving it everywhere you go. And from the, from the yeah. words that come out of your mouth, the way that you dress, the way that you interact with prospects and customers, all of that is part of your personal <clears throat> brand. And I think it's very important to build upon that and yeah. brand that business of you, the person mm. <laughs> that is often yeah. part of a business or part of a business or even part of a company. Even if you're not a business owner, it's still important to elevate and build that brand of you. And how it correlates with me is that it, yeah. it took me a while to realize the importance of it because for so long I've always been the person kind of working behind the scenes. You know, years ago mm -hmm. I was a technical yeah. writer and a technical editor, so I was kind of behind the scenes writing different pieces of information. And now I've realized, oh, probably about 10, 10 years ago or so, <laughs> that it is really important <laughs> to bring about who I am as a person and, again, yeah. that business of you, right? So Joan, Jack, mm -hmm. Penn, the business person, needs to be out there and people need to see me as a brand. And I'm using content yeah. and speaking to do that. Yes, and boy, do you ever. You do such a fabulous job. And I know that your favorite color is purple. <laughs> right? Am I right? Actually, funny story. So my corporate colors, my, my business colors, definitely purple. And I do like yeah. purple. But because my business actually started out as an editing 
company. I didn't want yeah. people to associate the color red because when you're editing, you know, nobody wants to see those red marks, oh, right? Yeah. Yet in right. actuality, red is my favorite color. So I wanted those oh, okay. who loves the color red, but I decided oh. that I didn't want the, the, the negative connotation associated with the, the red marks. So I always used to edit in purple. And so I did that as my corporate okay. color. So it's part of my brand. Oh, I see. Yes, of course. Wow. Well, and <laughs> as far as helping leaders determine their brand, how do you help them catapult themselves or their brand to increase their influence? And we're going to have you answer this question before we go to a commercial break. Okay. Well, one of the things that I do is, is sit down with them for starters and, and develop a strategy based on the goals that they have for themselves, their business, and their brand. And then the next yeah. step is really to create content that is going to position them as an expert or an authority in their field and industry, and also yeah. content that's going to be seen as valuable to their audience. That's pretty much mm. the basics. I mean, there's some, some other things in there, but that's the Yeah, basic. but that's kind of the gist of it, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, and I know you've helped us here at Luminary Leaders extensively with, with our brand and, you know, just helping us to amplify what we're doing. And uh, we're going to get into a few more questions. Uh, but what I'd like to do now, we're going to take a quick commercial break, Joan, and recognize one of our sponsors with our CEO and co-founder of Connected Women of Influence, Michelle Burquist. Thanks, Shelley. Okay, Women Lead Radio is brought to you today by Connected Women of Influence and our partner, National University. National University is proud to be one of the largest private nonprofit universities founded in 1971. The National University mission is to provide accessible, achievable higher education to adult learners. Today, National University educates students from across the U.S. and around the globe with over 170,000 alumni worldwide. So thank you for your support. National University, and to all of our sponsors and our partners, like you, Miss Shelley Harrison, with Luminary Leaders. And now, back to your show. Thank you so much, Michelle. And we are back to Amplify Your Influence on Women Lead Radio with my guest, Joan Stanford. And Joan, I want to find out, so why do you think content marketing is so critical for business owners? And, and for them to keep a pulse on it, why is it so critical? Content marketing is the basis of Internet marketing and Internet search. Anytime mm -hmm. someone wants to know something, we are doing what? Googling it, right? We are looking things up online all the oh, time. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, that would be me. <laughs> right? Or asking Google. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah. we you know we would be lost without Google these days, right? Or any yeah. other search engine for that matter. I mean, the minute we have a question, we're we're asking online for online assistance in finding the answers, and oftentimes mm -hmm. those answers are content. 
created by someone, whether it's a company, yeah. an individual, an influencer, that is content. Yeah. And so it is the basis of the way that we live. So that's why it's important for us as business owners and entrepreneurs and even professionals to be creating content on a regular mm-hmm. basis, particularly if oh, we want goodness. to build our brands. Yes, and I, I know I find myself every single day I'm creating content, and I know you help us with it too, but I have to create content, you know, in so many different ways. Um, can you share with our audience two reasons why it's mission critical to build a personal brand? Two reasons. Well, I yeah. would say the first <laughs> reason <laughs> is that, like I said before, you already have a personal brand, right? It's really the impression that people walk away with when they hear your name. So what is that impression? So number Mm -hmm. one is that you want to direct the narrative for that, right? You want to be in charge of what people are saying about you versus them trying to figure it out and developing what they're going to say about you. So you want to lead that Mm -hmm. charge. Okay. Yeah. And next, yeah. you want to position yourself in a positive light, right? So whatever it is mm-hmm. that your ultimate goal is, you want to put those things in place by building your personal brand. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, and it, it absolutely does. And I think, you know, building a personal brand, and, it, and it's critical, too, for people to – you know, keep stuff out there that is about them or about their company where it's more about their clients and, you know, what, what their clients are up to. Because I know that especially in story brand marketing, you know, where they're ta- always talking about how, you know, it, it's really about your client. But in the same token, it's important to build your personal brand too because how are they going to know about you if they don't know who you are, right? That's my right. thing. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, so true, so true, Joan. And, you know, I'm wondering as far as, you know, if someone is absolutely not a good good writer um, or they don't have the time to create content, what are some of the pitfalls that can come from that if they don't do it? Some of the pitfalls from, from not? Writing well, first of all, if, you, yeah, if you're not a not good writer, content. yeah, if you're not a good writer, there's there's still hope for you, right? <laughs> Got to get that out there yeah. because I, I do have people yeah. saying, you know, oh my gosh, I've I've never been a good writer, or even since high school, I struggled with you know school essays and so forth and so on, and that's okay. Yeah. You know, we're living in an age now where there is opportunities for us to create different types of content that we probably are better suited for, you know, case in point right now, I'm on this podcast with you. I'm using Mm -hmm. my voice (laughs) versus writing and this is content, right? right? Mm -hmm. So there's so many people taking advantage of podcasts. And if you're not a good writer, this is a great way in which to share relevant information to your audience. Um, Another is video and live streams. They've become Mm -hmm. super popular of late. And if writing 
content is not your thing, jump on a video. Get on live mm-hmm. on different social media platforms and get your message out there. Yeah. Well, and I'm going to even out on there. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I think, too, you know, content could be um, images of yourself, you know, doing different things and action. You know, so that's also creating content. It absolutely is. You can create yeah. memes of yourself. You can create TikToks out there. And that <laughs> is content, yeah. right? <laughs> so the oh time is gosh, changing. Yeah. We're able to do different things. It's not just about actually writing, although you, you might want to outline a, a mini script or something like that, but you don't have to have the skill level of a copywriter or a business writer in order to create content. Ah, that's a very good, you know, just a good thing to keep in mind for people, you know, especially if they're not a good writer or they just don't have the time. But if they're creating content, like on a radio show, you know, you're, you're creating content, but at the same time you're, you know, being featured on a show. So it right. kind of has dual purpose. Yeah. That's and we're going to shift part. gears a little bit. Yes, exactly. And we're going to shift gears a little bit, Joan. I, we have a lot to talk about. I'm, I'm excited. Um, but shifting, shifting gears, you know, I know you've been a speaker for a long time and helping to, you know, build your own influence. And when you think of amplifying your influence, what does that mean for you? Ooh, amplifying your influence is really building your brand awareness and I think mm-hmm. that the more people that know you, the better, <laughs> right? Yeah. And so for for mm-hmm. us and our relationship with, with speaking, I think speaking is an excellent way in which to help elevate your brand, get your name, your mm-hmm. message, and your content out there. Mm-hmm. It has done my business wonders. <laughs> It's one of the oh, best yeah. ways in which to um, network with different audiences, share messaging, get to know people, build relationships. Mm-hmm. It's, oh, love it. <laughs> so yeah. that for me I know, is amplifying your influence. <laughs> oh, and that sounds great. And you have done a terrific job with that. I mean, I follow you on LinkedIn you know, and also on Facebook, and I find that, you know, everything that you put out there is, you know, it's educational, it helps people, but what you're doing is you're really, you know, positioning yourself for a subject matter expert, you know, when it comes to, you know, being that expert that knows all about content marketing and all the different things that, you know, that you do within your company. And what is it do you think you know, just taking yourself and, you know, let's let's just say we're looking at all those other speakers. What differentiates you compared to all of your, your peers, Joan, and, and specifically those that talk on marketing and content writing and, and all of that? I would say that what separates me is the level of energy that I bring to any stage, whether it's live or virtual. <laughs> yes, and I've seen you in action multiple times. <laughs> yeah, and, and your shoes. I think that that's kind of like a signature of yours, and, and we'll talk a little bit about those shoes in just a little bit, but 
So do you think, so it's your energy level and, and just the kind of people remember you, right? Absolutely. I think that it's important yeah. for any speaker to to stand out, be memorable, and yeah. for heaven's sake, keep the keep the audience engaged and interested in what you're saying. And I think yeah. that may be the drawback of, of other speakers who may not focus on engaging the audience and bringing a high level of energy to their presentations. Um, I would definitely say that it yeah. has benefited me greatly because people remember me. And even if they don't remember Joan yeah. Stafford, they remember Jazzy Penn, which is, They remember again, Jazzy Penn, and, and they know part the of that branding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and you know, I, I want to talk a little bit about, because I know, you know, you do put content out there, and that's my favorite platform is LinkedIn. I mean, truth be told, I love LinkedIn, and I position it, I leverage it, I do everything I can, you know, to help, you know, with my, the shows that I'm on and my company and just everything that we're doing. But when you think about the content that you put out there, you know, and you have so many people that are engaging on a post of your own, how much do you give back? You know, how many posts do you engage on that other people are doing? And what is your thought process on that for people that may just be pushing content out there, but they're not engaging? That is a huge disservice if you're not engaging. And yeah, I know this Thank firsthand. You. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because you have to, you know, it's, social media in general is one of those things where you got to give and take. You know, it is mm-hmm. a relationship that you want to build. And at the same time, mm-hmm. you want people to take notice of you being a platform as well, right? So it's important to engage. I tell people all the time Mm -hmm. that, you know, often we look at social media from a standpoint of what can I get out of it? What's going to be my return on investment? And I always Mm -hmm. say that's the wrong view. What it should be is a different return on engagement. Mm -hmm. Return on engagement is what you should be looking at. And so you have to engage with other people in order for them to see you and engage with your posts and reciprocate, right? Yeah, exactly. It's definitely very important. Very important. Oh, yeah. Crucial. It it truly is. Yeah, and I like for me, when I put posts out there, you know, and I don't have the time to do it all the time when I do a post, but what I'll do is I'll, you know, reply or say, you know, if, you know, Susie Q likes or, or engages on my post, I'll say, you know, thank you so much. And I think that people recognize that. And then I'll turn around and I'll see these people wanting to connect with me on LinkedIn because maybe they weren't a connection before. So it really is a, a good way of engaging with your audience, but also recognizing and acknowledging them. Absolutely. Yeah. And I'll tell you one other thing mm-hmm. too, Shelley, when you engage on someone's post, depending on what that post is, you also have an opportunity to kind of share a little bit about your expertise simply by the way that you're responding to their post. And that happens often as well where you share something, you know, maybe I, I see a post from someone and they're talking about bios, you know, and 
yeah. I share a bit of information that, you know, is eye-opening or, you know, informative simply by the response that I give, people begin yeah. to question, wow, she knows a lot about bio. So now they're looking at my profile or they're, you know, wanting right. to follow me based on that. So that's something that you want to have yeah. happen as that's well, a- where you're just kind of sharing your expertise within your responses if it fits, yeah. you know, let's not go overboard. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, and you don't want to say, hey, go check out my website. You know, you don't want to do something right, like right. that because they could simply go to your profile to view that. Yeah, great exactly. great points, Joan. And I know that, you know, there's so much more to unravel with how much expertise you have and all the work that you've done over the years. Um, what are, like, for example, and, and I want you to be creative with this. Okay, because this is a question that I, there's two questions I'm going to ask you before we finish the show. Um, What is your superpower when it comes to being the CEO of your own company? Ooh, my superpower. superpower. Do you see that cape now? Are you getting the idea of having that purple cape or that red cape on now? (laughs) I've got my cape on. Wait, and I might add that the cape has on it. Yeah, you know me. I've got to have a little bling. Well, you and your shoes. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, and and my shoes match my cape. But to answer your question, my superpower, I would really say, is my creativity when it comes to developing a plan for a client and their Mm -hmm. content. I think that mm-hmm. a lot of my clients are kind of blown away by my level of creativity when it comes to oh, content. And I'm one of them. <laughs> oh my gosh, I, I'll never forget. I, I had, and, and I have to share this because this is really important. Um, I had COVID along with my family back in December of 2020. In the hospital, I was panicking because my business, you know, I had to let my clients know. And all I had to do was text Joan, you, and I had mentioned that, you know, I wanted a story that, you know, was authentic, that was kind of to the point in letting people know, but not scaring them. And you had that done within a day. We were able to have our team push it out to our clients, and it was just an overflow of care and concern and love from our, you know, from our clients. So thank you, Joan, because that was, I mean, that was above and beyond, and you really did a wonderful job just creating that, that letter that went out to our clients. Oh, thank you. I am so glad that yeah, that, that went you. well and that you recovered you and, and everything just was <laughs> flowing. <laughs> yeah. After that bout with COVID, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Oh, definitely. My pleasure. Yeah. So My we, pleasure. Well, thank you. And and the, the next question that I have, and I think we, we may or may not have time for a question after this, but I wanted to ask you, so think of yourself as a toy, like at Toys R Us. If you were a toy, what would you be and why? Ooh, a toy. Oh, a toy. Hmm. Yeah, think about that. I've had some really interesting responses from other people. Uh, (laughs) I'm I'm curious to see what they're going to come up with. (laughs) 
Well, of course, I would be Black Barbie because. <laughs> oh, okay, very good. You can change the shoes and the outfits. Yes. You know? <laughs> oh my gosh, that is that is so adorable and fitting because you, I mean, I could just see that purple cape on her, you know, and that just the way that you carry yourself. I love that, and the shoes. You know, we've. I mean, you've got how many pairs of shoes do you have? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Well, I don't know Imelda or anything, but I, I mean, I've got quite a few. <laughs> quite a few. And they're I've always never, I've so... never counted, so I don't know. <laughs> and they're always so beautiful. I mean, you've got these, you know, these heels that you can wear. I know I can't wear those anymore, um, but I just applaud you for being able to, you know, just get all dolled up and wear those shoes because a lot of women, especially with COVID, you know, where we've all kind of gotten away with you know, wearing the yoga pants and, you know, flip-flops behind the desk. Uh, but now that we're starting to get out, don't you think that it's important that we kind of brush up our our wardrobes? Oh, my gosh. With COVID, mm-hmm. I was – that was the one downfall for the pandemic for me was that I wasn't <laughs> able to get out and wear shoes. I was, yeah. you know, wearing flip-flops and yoga pants like everyone else. And yep. I – was so glad when the world opened up and we were able to go back outside. And, you know, at one point I went to Target mm. and saw someone wearing heels. And I thought, you know, I'm with you, sister. I want to wear heels too. <laughs> Maybe not to Target. Absolutely. But... <laughs> Absolutely. Well, Joan, we are at the end of our show and I need to close out. Um, and, you know, it, this has been fun. Uh, that's our show for today. We hope you gain new ideas and wisdom from our powerful guest, Joan Stanford. Uh, and thank you, Joan, for being our leading lady today on Women Lead Radio on Amplify Your Influence. And a special thanks to all of our listeners in the U.S. and international listeners and followers, too. We'll be back again for another Women Lead Radio show, Mondays at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time. It's been my absolute pleasure to be your host today. Thank you for listening, and remember to build your influence authentically and compassionately. Women Leading the Way is produced by Connected Women of Influence, the premier private membership organization where like-focused, business-to-business executive and professional women connect, collaborate, and cultivate a vast network of high-level affiliations, resources, and professional relationships. For more information about Connected Women of Influence, please visit our website at connectedwomenofinfluence.com.